It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, hello, 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 loves. It's me, Katie Naturalista. Today's date is Saturday, June 2nd, 2018. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Today we have another great show scheduled. So uh, let's talk about freedom to protest. Oops, the NFL said that's a big no-no. Yes, loves, we are going to talk about the national anthem hypocrisy. Are you ready to dive in? Because I know I am. If you'd like to join in on today's conversation, give us a call at 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. Before we jump into today's topic, I'm going to drop you this track by eBay-E titled River on the Naturalista Experience.
And welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Just as a reminder of how you all can find and follow me, catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Katie Naturalista. Also, watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get your daily and weekly poetry feel. Follow and subscribe to the Naturalista Experience podcast on Blog Talk Radio. That way you can join us live every single Saturday and never miss a show. You can also catch up on those awesome archives that you may have missed. So, you guys, today's topic um, is the NFL National Anthem Regulation. Are they playing a fair game or cheating the players of their rights? I'm sure that all of you heard, you know, about the NFL's new rule about the National Anthem. And if you haven't, let me tell you what it is. (laughs) So, the NFL's new policy requires players to stand for the National Anthem on the field or wait in the locker room. According to Washington Post, uh, the rules stipulate that the league could find teams or players who do not follow the guideline on the field. Supposedly, these are um, a concession to some of the league's owners, fans, and of course, President Trump, who say that they believe that the players should stand instead of kneeling during the national anthem because they feel like it's a disrespect to our country, it's a disrespect to our troops. And, you know, the fight that they've done, so it, it would be honorable and it would be more respectable if they would stand up during the national anthem while on the field. So I'm sure that some of you guys are saying, Katie, they did say, hey, you know, they can stay in the locker room if they don't want to stand for the national anthem on the field. Well, let me tell you, loves, 
that's not the point. I just want to refresh everyone's memory, you know, the reasoning behind the kneeling during the national anthem or the sitting during the national anthem. It all started with NFL player uh, Colin uh, Kaepernick. This started in about August 2016. He had sat during the national anthem, you know, multiple times. And um, one time he actually took a knee on the field. This was his, um, you know, protest. And then he actually was highlighted in the media. And when he was highlighted in the media, you know, about sitting or taking a knee during the national anthem, he explained why. Because, of course, everybody's like, you know, why is he doing this? He's just being disrespectful. He's just being a brute and yada, yada, yada. Well, of course, when people do something, there's always a point, right? Well, he said that he sat during the national anthem versus standing because he was protesting. He felt like that he needed he felt like he needed to give a voice to the people that did not have one. Um, in the statement that I just said, he was actually referring to the oppression of black and brown people in America and how matters with black and brown people were not being handled justly by the ones who are supposed to protect and serve us. I'm pretty sure that that sounds familiar to you guys based off of last week's episode, because this is something that has been an ongoing, you know, problem in America and also, you know, around the globe. So it just seems like it keeps continuing and progressing year after year. This is something, of course, you know, like I said, it's still ringing true today. And as you all know, I definitely have more to talk about with this topic and how I personally feel about it. Um, I will explain the First Amendment right, because I know a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, it's not fair to the players. They're infringing on their First Amendment rights. You know, they can't do this to them. Well, you guys got some bad news to share with you, because it seems like the NFL, they have some clout. So, I mean, their rules, I guess, doesn't really, you know, come up to par or doesn't really go to battle with the First Amendment, unfortunately. So I want you guys to stay tuned to hear more and then possibly join us, you know, in this conversation, because I would love to hear you guys' feedback on everything and hear what you have to say. Um, if you guys would like to speak on today's show, our number here is 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. I'm going to drop you guys another track. This is going to be Rari titled God's Whisper. And when we come back, we're going to keep the conversation rolling. You're listening to us live on the Naturalista Experience.
And hello, loves. Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Before the break, we were discussing the new NFL regulation regarding the national anthem. Uh, The NFL states that players must stand during the national anthem while on the field, or they have to stay in the locker room if they refuse to stand while on the field. Um, The players or team, of course, could be subjected to fines if they do not follow this regulation. I know you're probably thinking that's an infringement upon the First Amendment rights of the NFL players. Well, loves, let me break it down for you. Here's a summary of the First Amendment right. I couldn't possibly, you know, go through and read the whole thing because it would take up the whole entire hour. (laughs) So just listen up and pay attention to this brief summary that I have of the First Amendment. So the First Amendment of the United States Constitution protects the right to freedom of religion and freedom of expression from government interference. It prohibits any laws that establish a national religion, impede the free exercise of religion, abridge the freedom of speech, infringe upon the freedom of the press, interfere with the right to peaceably assemble, or prohibit citizens from petitioning for a governmental redress of grievances. So pretty much, you know, to kind of simplify it, it, it's saying you have the freedom to say whatever you want, practice whatever religion you want, you can also protest, etc., But you would think that the First Amendment right would hold up to the NFL's regulations, right? Well, think again. According to the Washington Post and their sources, the NFL guidelines hold some power. They stated NFL teams are considered private companies, making the First Amendment right mostly moot. Um, So it's a moot point, which, you know, kind of sucks for the NFL players. The players can be subject to discipline or termination as employees if they do not follow the league rules. The First Amendment doesn't apply to private institutions, states Erwin Kimberinsky, the dean of Berkeley Law and Constitutional Law expert. He told the Washington Press that private employers can fire employees for their speech without having to worry about the First Amendment. So it's sad to say that the players are pretty much muted by their contractual agreements. So because, you know, they're under contract, there's really not much that they can do. So with that being said, folks, how does that make you feel? I know you're probably thinking they make millions of dollars. So why does it matter if their rights are stripped away? Well, folks, everyone deserves to make a living but they shouldn't have to sell out on their beliefs or who they are because a league says, hey, you know, you work for us, so you better do what we say or else. That kind of sounds like something from about 200 years ago, right? I mean, it's an unfortunate matter that they have to deal with, but how could we possibly support them? You know, we need to find a way to be able to support these NFL players. Well, I, of course, have an idea to send you guys this way. I want you guys to keep listening to hear more about today's topic and my opinion on how we could possibly support, you know, the NFL players and support the cause. And also, I want you guys to make sure that you listen in to today's recital. It's going to be a great one. If you want to join the conversation, call us at 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. We're going to take a break. I'm going to drop two tracks your way. It's going to be Daniel Caesar Streetcar. And right behind that, you'll hear You Don't Even Know by the Internet on the Naturalist Experience. Let me know. 
And you are tuned in to the Naturalista Experience. Before the break, I was talking to you all about the NFL and its regulations and how, unfortunately, the NFL's rules pretty much moot the First Amendment rights of our NFL players. To be honest, I've boycotted the NFL since last year. I was really disappointed that a lot of people didn't understand the idea of, you know, if it affects one of us, it affects all of us. You know, Kaepernick really, you know, was someone who was making millions of dollars in the league, and he actually took a stand for black and brown people. But yet, you know, we refused to stand with him. I mean, I understand us, you know, not wanting to miss the whole season or the Super Bowl because football is entertainment for everybody. You know, it's a a Sunday tradition or, you know, a weekday tradition. But you know, a lot of people neglected the situation altogether. They they didn't even let it phase them. They didn't even let the cause, you know, phase them. They just continued going on with the season like it was nothing. 
I mean, it, it literally blew my mind, you know, going on Facebook and looking down my timeline and, and everybody going back and forth, back and forth about, you know, oh, I can't believe such and such missed a touchdown and I can't believe such and such is acting wild on the field and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, really? You know, and this is this is shortly after, you know, we just had another brother gun down, <laughs> but that that didn't phase anybody. Nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody always wants to talk about, you know, the entertainment part of everything. And, and that, you guys, that whole temporary mindset, that temporary thinking, that's something that we have to stop. We really need to bring that to a close because otherwise we'll never get anywhere. I mean, you guys, some people couldn't even miss one game. And it just it doesn't make sense to me that we can't sit here and make sacrifices, you know, for a cause. We really have to, you know, build and we have to partner together, build a foundation, and we need to teach one another about the cause and, and what we need to do to actually work towards the solution. You know, I don't want to go too much off, you know, into a tangent, but I do want to make it clear that it isn't just about NFL, you know, players alone. You know, it's not just about the rights of just the black and brown people. It's about all of us, because at the end of the day, I mean, if this is something, you know, a regulation that they can actually put in place because of a contract you sign, think about the contracts that you sign whenever you apply for a job. You know, what rights can they take away from you there, right? So, you know, be think about the the whole, the bigger picture and everything. Don't just think about the simple part. Think about the bigger picture of it all. You know, Kaepernick stood for a cause because even though a lot of people were like, oh, he's not really black, he's only half black, and he was raised by white parents, and da 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 That man actually saw it in his spirit. He saw it within himself that he had to take a stand for black and brown people, no matter what anybody else saw around him, no matter what his life was evolved around. He saw the need to take a stand, and we did it. And he, I'm sorry, he did it. And that's what we need to do, not with just this situation, but any situation that we feel strongly about. But before I continue on um, with today's topic, I am going to go ahead and recite today's piece. The piece that I'm going to perform for you today is, can be found in my newly released book, Real Love, Real Life. The piece is titled, Freedom is Not Free. Freedom is not free, but I am queen. America will not recognize me for who I be. Asking me to honor the colors of a slave I pay honor to those sacrifice put in graves. The liberty falls, but you didn't die in vain. United we stand, only some of us fall, and here we are again. Freedom is not free, but I am queen. Birthing multiple, na multiple nations across the seas. Pushing us into shadows. Trafficking queens. I will not wear markings of a slave. I will not be the modern. I will not be a slave and be deemed. All right, you guys. That piece was titled Freedom is Not Free. So that piece, it can be found in my newly released book, Real Love, Real Life. Make certain to go on Amazon and purchase your copy. Remember, it's available in either paperback or Kindle version. 
Also, check out my debut book, Lust Redeemed, Love and Pain, Life Reclaimed. They are both available on Amazon, so make sure that you grab both titles because they go hand-in-hand and take you on the poetic journey of Katie Naturalista. We are going to take another break, loves. After the break, I will share with you all my story um, and why I'm personally against the words of the National Anthem and Pledge of Allegiance. So I'm actually going to bring the Pledge of Allegiance in this as well. You know, I hate to break it to you, loves, but Katie's probably not the most patriotic, (laughs) but I'll explain to you guys why after the break. If you all want to join into today's topic, give us a call at 914-803-4585. Again, that number is 914-803-4585. The tune I'm going to drop your way is We Can't Be Friends by Dream Koala. You're hearing this on The Naturally Sick Experience.
And welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Remember, loves, you can find and follow me on all social media outlets, as Twitter, IG, and Facebook. Make sure to watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel, as well as go to my website, naturalistapublishing.com. You guys can purchase Naturalista t-shirts and stay in tune with everything Katie Naturalista. Also, if you would like to be a part of our No One Knows a Poet podcast series on the Naturalist Experience, you guys can showcase your work. Go to my Patreon account for more details. That's going to be patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista. So before the break, I did say that I have a story to share with you all. This is about one of my friends who actually served this country. And when he was taking a flight, he was profiled. Um, I'm sorry, once he exited a flight and was actually arriving, he was profiled. And this was his welcome home after, you know, he served a number of years in Iraq. So, no, this is not World War II that I'm referring to or Vietnam. This is how a soldier, you know, went through, uh, you know, discrimination process once he returned from the most recent war and how he was treated. So, um, One of my friends who actually served this country for a while after um, he graduated from college, um, him and his family, they are uh, Muslim. So his name, he has a Muslim name. Um, He has actually a beautiful little girl. Um, He has a wife and everything else. And they were actually coming back home uh, from where they were. And so when he was in the airport, you know, whoever the guard was, you know, looked at their name or whoever security was rather looked at their name. And although, you know, he's, he's in uniform, he's together and everything else, they still wanted to go through the process with him. He was the selected one because of suspicion. Right. So, um, you know, they go through, they check his bags, check his daughter's bag. Cause of course they had carry on. So check his bag, check his daughter's bag, check all of this. Mind you, you know how, um, if you're familiar with the airport, everything kind of runs through the scanner. So normally, unless they see something suspicious, there's really no reason for them to do all of that, but they did it anyway. Um, They actually body searched him, cavity searched, you know, all three of them and everything. And it was actually embarrassing to him because he's like, you know, I served this country and I come back home and because everybody's on this, you know, high of, you know, this high terror alert of, you know, Muslims, I get profiled. And he's like, and I didn't do a damn thing. You know, think about being in that situation, you guys, you, you know, sacrifice time with your family. He sacrificed time watching his daughter grow. Um, He sacrificed time, you know, building that deeper connection and relationship with his wife to serve this country and to protect every single one of us. Right. I mean, that's what everybody says. You know, our soldiers, they protect us. They keep us, you know, they keep our home safe. They keep our homeland safe. But, you know, he comes home and there's nobody there for him. He's looked at as a criminal. He's looked at, you know, as somebody who would actually harm the people he protected. I mean, how does that make you feel? So, Whenever I hear, you know, these people talk about when you don't say the Pledge of Allegiance and when you don't say the national anthem, you're not just disrespecting the flag, you're not just disrespecting the country, but you're disrespecting our troops. I'm sorry, you guys. I mean, you you see troops being disrespected every day. 
this is just one story that hit home with me because this is somebody I know. This is a guy that, you know, I know takes care of his family. He does right. He he has no terroristic bone in his body. So for anybody to sit here and claim, you know, that he would do anything of the sort, it's just wrong. I mean, and even to profile him, make him go through all this, make his family go through all that nonetheless, it's just horrible just because of his name, you know, and and that, you guys, that's something as, you know, Americans or, you know, that's something in pe- that people in America need to work on. Just because somebody looks a certain way, just because somebody has a certain name, don't automatically associate the bad with them because not everybody is, you know, trying to do ill will. Not everyone is going to harm you. And everybody is their own person. So, you know, I'm telling you guys this story because, again, if you actually listen to the Pledge of Allegiance or, you know, if you listen to the National Anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance, you say liberty and justice for all. And the National Anthem, it's land of the free and home of the brave. And you know what, you guys, I don't find any of those statements, you know, I don't I don't find any of those statements true. And they definitely have never been true for black people in the United States of America. And. Again, I'm going to say, if you think that either of those statements ring true, I'm just going to let you know, there's no way in hell you'll ever convince me. Because I live it myself, being a black woman in America. I know it may not seem, you know, like, oh my goodness, Katie, you get profiled? Yeah, I do. You know, I've I've done shows before where I've told you guys, you know, I haven't only been profiled by people outside of my race, but also within my race. Um, you know, and I'm your average looking everyday person. I don't, I don't dress crazy. My hair is not 15 different colors. I don't have tons of piercings. You know, I don't look cracked out. I don't, you know, look crazy. I'm your normal looking individual, but I have been profiled before. And, you know, and I see it continue. I see this profiling continuing. I see that this, you know, unjustified, you know, aura just keeps taking over our people. I mean, it continues to go on and it's unfolding in front of all of our eyes every single day. And even if you take the black out of the issue with that whole thing, you know, whenever I said that liberty and justice for all is not true and land of the free and home of the brave, it's, it's really not for all of us. All of you guys that are, you know, saying that Trump is going to make America great again, I need you to really rethink that. And and mainly I'm talking to some of you guys that are considered the poor whites. I mean, you may not think it, but you're on the latter end too. So you're not getting the justice that you're supposed to have. And then you have other uh, minorities out there as well that are in the same boat. They're not getting their justice. They're not getting their liberty. They're not able to revel in that whole thing of land of the free and home of the brave. Even the natives are going through it. Have you guys been, have you guys heard some of the stories coming out of Utah, you know, with the native Americans? They've had so many things happen to them, even with their land and everything else. Do you think that because it's not on TV anymore, that they're still not being, you know, pushed off their land, that their water's not being contaminated, that their land isn't being soiled? I mean, these things are still happening, folks. And and honestly, nothing is justified when you have people still here in, in the United States who can't feed their children or who have to work three and four jobs just to make a living, not because they don't know how to manage money, not because, you know, they're living beyond their means, 
No, people nowadays have to work at least two, if not three to four jobs to be able to make ends meet, just to have a roof over their head in a decent area, be able to put food on the table, keep the lights on, keep the water running, have clothes to put on their backs, everything else. It's a shame. And then you have some people who eat healthy every day. They can even toss away full meals. They can, and they earn money off the backs of someone who has a higher medical insurance premium than, you know, what they, what they have. I mean, think about these things, folks. I mean, this is happening to so many people in America, you know, and it could be happening to your neighbor, and you don't even know. I mean, everybody's in a different situation. So, yeah, I know today's topic was focused on the NFL and the regulations of the national anthem, but at the same time, it unfolds into so many more. It it, it unfolds into many things. So, you know, don't get me wrong. I want to let you guys know with everything I just said, that you definitely get what you work for. But at the same time, when do we say that enough is enough, right? When do we say enough is enough? I want to thank you all for, you know, listening into tonight's show. We are going to go ahead and close out the show for this evening, but I do want to, of course, send a few reminders you guys' way. If you would like to be a part of the No One Knows a Poet podcast series on the Naturally Experience podcast, you guys can showcase your work. Go to my Patreon account for more details. That's going to be, again, patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore naturalista. Also, make sure you all check out my books. You can go on Amazon and purchase a copy of my newly released book, Real Love, Real Life, or you could purchase my debut book, Lust Redeemed, Love and Pain, Life Reclaimed. If you haven't grabbed either, get both of them together. That way you can wrap yourself up into the heart and mind of Katie Naturalista. Make sure to visit naturalistapublishing.com and stay up to date with everything. And I hope that you guys listen in again Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Good night, loves, and Katie Naturalista out.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.